I'm ready. Yeah. I'm trying not to be like a complete clown and try to make himself look like an ass, though. Oh, but you good, bro. Wait till you hear how I lean in in this goddamn intro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you hear. <laughs> oh, shit. You hear that, you hear that shadow uh, That shadow laugh in the back? Just be with <laughs> <laughs> Like, dear God. <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's my... That's my main man, Will <laughs> William Spliff. Right, we he, got Z work husband <laughs> on Z ones and twos. <laughs> he said, he said, <laughs> <laughs> oh, be like, yo, hey, he's sitting in gorilla. <laughs> he's sitting in gorilla position. He's sitting, sitting in gorilla oh, position. We, we out here, we out here performing. Oh god, stick <laughs> Will in the crowd talking shit. You suck, man, too. <laughs> Like <laughs> See, oh, I'm gonna kick shit. your ass. You ain't shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't half the man your mama was. Oh my god. Oh my god. Why would you? <laughs> oh shit. You need us to uh, <clears throat> test our levels individually. Yeah. Can you talk to yours? Yo 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 yo. I'm gonna one more time. Yo 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 yo. Good cap. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, today we bring to you a brand new podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that one? <laughs> not, not, not my man Finkel over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I hear all that. <laughs> <laughs> all that nasal congestion. It's the uh, mucus that binds us all. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Headphones, <laughs> 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 you know what? I'll come, I'll come back and get this. I just gotta go. <laughs> it's goddamn. It's goddamn disgusting. <laughs> ASMR, ASMR sinuses. Oh, God. All right, Kim, talk on yours. Hello, this is Cameron, a.k.a. Thick and Fudgy. All right, B? Yeah, this is your boy B, a.k.a. King B. All right, we're good? We're good? All right. Go ahead and set us off here with this uh, fire introduction. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Ladies and gentlemen... Making their way to the ring. First, the Caramel Colossus. Coming to you, smooth out of your auntie's car, drinking your cousin's last Capri Sun. You know him as Body Slam Cam, but you also know him as Extra Triple X's Thick. What's up, bitches? <laughs> and his tag team partner, the one night stand ladies man, mm. the chocolate thunder from down under, mm. the super heavyweight heartbreak Ooh. king, B. That's right, Ooh. bitches. <laughs> That's right, bitches. 
Tell your mama quit paging me. <laughs> she needs to stop playing. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to the inaugural edition of the Keeping It Real Wrestling Podcast. As you heard from my ridiculous-ass intro, <laughs> I am King B and my tag team partner. Tag team partner sitting across the way. It's your main man, Cam, a.k.a. Thick and Fudgy. How's Fudgy. everybody doing? What's good, you mo? Man, what I wanted to do was just set the expectations real quick for our listeners. Let them know um, this is not (laughs) your normal podcast. Not, not, not. We are going to be extra, and by extra, I mean black. We are going to discuss (laughs) wrestling, wrestling, professional wrestling, sports entertainment, and all sorts of non spicy grappling. Yep. What did, what did what did Biggie say? It's two men's two bumping men, me and two, two men slapping me. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! Oh dude! <laughs> uh, I figure the best way to to run the the intro into what we gonna do here is to just let you know a little bit about us and what attracted us to wrestling so i'm gonna defer first to excuse me mr thick and fudgy yeah all right man so like my intro for wrestling just in general i think i forgot what was going on outside but uh my uh i was trying to i was trying to get outside my parents wouldn't let me go out it was getting dark mm-hmm. and uh my brother was like hey you want to see something cool like i got to watch it on tv you know, of course, you the younger brother, you got the older brother, you think he's gonna show you something scary. Like- Porn. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, both asses would have been kicked that day. You saw them porn? Bop, bop. Why'd you watch? Bop, bop, bop. Chocolate butt cheeks volume three. <laughs> Wait, why is this company clear? Don't you pay for this? Like, oh, God. Oh, oh God. Oh, man. <laughs> But <laughs> but what ended up actually happening is my brother was showing me uh, mm-hmm. a classic, uh, or I'm sorry, so I wouldn't say classic now, but WCW, mm. uh, WCW, uh, wow, Nitro. Okay. It was WCW Nitro, uh, and it was, uh, what do you go by? I forgot I forgot the actual name, but I know it was Bill DeMont. Hugh Morris. Hugh Morris. Mm-hmm. It was Hugh Morris with the black, and I remember he had like the half type, like rear type color gear. Mm-hmm. And then just Goldberg just comes in. <laughs> I mean, just I, did he have the? I can't he did, remember. He, I, he didn't have any. No, nah, he didn't have any interest music. He was just in the ring. Yeah, just jacked as fuck. Just just traps touching his ears, <laughs> dripping steroid juice all over the mat. Like, dude, 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 just won physically. Like he just won. Like everything about him, he just won. Yeah. But he uh, he was just sitting like you said, sitting there across the ring, and Bill sitting there strutting the stuff and everything, and. He comes through, starts hitting him, and then uh, I think it was like a clothesline or something. I forgot which one, uh, which one it was. Mm-hmm. And dude, Goldberg just kips up. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Turns around, does a little like that that that, that shoulder roll, <laughs> and mm-hmm. bam, power clothesline, and everything Goldberg did, bro, was like, I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like this. Before. Oh my god, he killed him. Yeah. Like yeah, pretty much. Like oh my yeah. god, he really killed him. Like yeah. did the jackhammer on him. Like oh god, you can do that on a human. <laughs> Yeah. Like his next wait is he alive like and that's after that i told my brother like what is this he was like mm-hmm. oh this is wrestling like this is wrestling this is this is what we watch like this he showed it to me and after that he never watched it again 
But you were real, for real, real, real talk. He never actually watched it after he showed it to me. But after that, I was hooked. As a big brother, he had done his duty. He introduced <laughs> you into something uh, that you know you would carry on with you for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Big brother, if you are listening to this, I appreciate you for introducing me to wrestling and just Shouts ditching out. me right there. So. Shouts out to big brother. Um, for myself, what attracted me to wrestling was it was actually my grandmother. She mm. was a huge wrestling fan. So we're from the South. And... Wrestling fans, you know, if you're from the South, from the North Carolina area like myself, it was all about NWA. Ric Flair, Four Horsemen, Sting, all, all them, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. So that was my first interaction, and I was like, what's this? And then I, like, watched it, and I I remember seeing the Four Horsemen cut a promo, and Ric Flair was out there, you know, coked out of his mind, going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> to be the man, you gotta beat the man, and... <laughs> you know? Yo, hey, he really did. Like, he was like, yeah, just losing it. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. Then they get to the ring and they fighting some random jack offs from somewhere. And I remember Arn Anderson just hitting the motherfucker with the spine buster, and I thought he killed him because of how dude sold it. Because it was just like, oh, and dude just didn't move. I was like, oh, shit, you can count to 100. That, that man's dead. I'm going to watch this, and every Saturday after that 6.05 time slot, the shit would come on. Me and Grandma was sitting down watching it, bro. That, that was one of the, the, the many traditions, and that morphed, you know, as time went on with WCW, WWE, WWF, before they got the F out of there, you know what I'm saying? Gotta save these pandas, man. Just gotta save these pandas. Word. Word wildlife. <laughs> wildlife. Shit wild out here in these streets, B. <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> Oh shit! I swear one day I will get that T-shirt that uh, that WWF with, one with, with the, the panda in the chair. In the chair, yeah. Hell I, yeah! I swear I will get that, man. I need that in the extra medium so I can show my manly midsection for the ladies. <laughs> oh, come on now, come on now. That's right. <laughs> Don't make them go out. It's <laughs> how I get your mamas to make me a plate. <laughs> how you doing? Mm-hmm. As soon as they see that belly button, big piece of chicken's mine, niggas. <laughs> Oh shit, Mama! What I'm gonna eat? <laughs> I don't know. You got to, Mister King Beers here. You got to give Mama some time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of dollars. That's <laughs> right. Just, go on. Just do something. Go on. Do something with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, my next question for you, homie, was who was your favorite wrestler then, and then now, and then give me a little bit of why. Okay. Uh, then. Then I, I still have to say Goldberg. Goldberg, just because he was a movement, bro. He really was. Yeah, and like everything about him was just real. He was he was like the the real tough dude you you want to be. Like yeah, he's just swole for no damn reason. No reason. Just, like, no reason. I think it was someone actually like tried to hit him with a bottle. Like a, I think it was it wasn't a prop bottle or anything on one of the shows, but someone actually hit him with a bottle. Mm-hmm. And he was just okay. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, that didn't phase him? Oh, can I be like this, man? He was like, one of the motherfuckers you see in the gym working out. Like, why? <laughs> you won. You got all the muscles, sir. Like, exactly. at this point, it's unnecessary and it's gratuitous. I feel threatened. <laughs> like, you know you know what? I'm just going to leave. That's yeah, it. I'm just going to leave. I don't even... No, I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but I thought it was... Uh, when I actually did, when I did see it, my dad, I told my dad I was, I was really starting to like wrestling. Mm-hmm. He was like, wrestling's not like it was today. I remember going back, uh, was it the, uh, 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 
fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. I would go to the fairgrounds, and I remember we saw the Iron Sheik and Coco Beware wrestle. And we saw them all wrestling. We were like, man, this is crazy. Man, they're wrestling, they're hitting each other, they're going all at it. Until uh, till we went back there to see if they were talking or see if we could meet them. And uh, uh, they came out all together, and they were like, hey, guys, where do you guys want to eat today? <laughs> like, this isn't real, this is fake. That's when he had his wrestling cherry popped. <laughs> Found out Santa wasn't real. <laughs> After he was like, oh, I'm, I'm done with it, I'm just done with it. It's fuck just... you mean they don't hate each other? <laughs> the fuck you mean? <laughs> he stole your wife and hit you with a chair, you better kill him. Exactly. Like, hold on, didn't he just try to set you on fire, nigga? Like, well, hold on. But that, that was like my dad. My, my dad's was Coco Beware. Mm -hmm. Mine was Goldberg, but then now, mm -hmm. man... You know, oh man, that's that's a tough question. Because right now, there's so many good people that's actually out there right now. And Word. You got people, you got so many just people who whose styles are way different. Like, yeah, AEW now, because they're doing AEW Dark, is showing, yeah. like, actual indie wrestlers, like, you know, within within the area. Mm -hmm. Which is dope, because you, you get to see local talent. Yeah. I mean, WWE does that, yeah, but, you know, of course, that's just, you know, get the, you know, get your people's look like they're good, you know. That's what I was about to say, they usually yeah. get the shit kicked out of them if there's some <laughs> local talent on the show. I think someone was, I think it was, what, $500 if you know how to uh, in, do in, it? Enhancement talent. You in, you can take this 500 and let this big nigga body yeah. slam you? <laughs> there you I, go. All right, I here we go. I feel uncomfortable even saying that. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's signing up for <laughs> like, well, you do what you, all right, there mm -hmm. you go. Boom. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna stop you. But, uh, if I actually, honestly, my favorite wrestler now, mm -hmm. damn, that's actually a really tough question. <laughs> you know what, no, let me think about that. Hard-hitting journalism. You know what, let me think about that. At his finest, man. He got me. He got me. Okay, okay. I'll let, this? You, I'll let yeah. you marinate on that, and yeah. I'm gonna give him, give him a little bit about myself here. So, All right. my favorite wrestler back then... And this individual has proven, you know, in current day to be, you know, big trash. But back then, you couldn't tell me nothing about him. Was Hulk Hogan, okay? I was uh, a full-blown motherfucking Hulkamaniac, okay? Bro. I was out, yo, brother, these 24-inch pythons and the Hulkamaniacs. And you say your prayers and eat your vitamins and go to sleep on time and do what your mama said. And I bought into all that shit, okay? I was triple pump. I remember watching one wrestling event. Where Earthquake did the the fat dude shit where he like buns eye drop and sit oh. on his chest and they had to stretcher Hulk Hogan out and I said, Oh my god, they kill me. They kill Hulk and make these motherfuckers. I'm crying and shit. I'm inconsolable. And then my, my family, because again, we, we we grew up a good portion of my family watches wrestling. My uncles would tease me on shit like that. So I was, you know, six, seven years old, and they'd come in, it'd be Saturday morning, they'd be like, You hear what happened? What you mean? What happened? <laughs> you know, WWF was in town last night. I said, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Somebody stabbed Hulk Hogan in the parking lot, and he he didn't make it. Inconsolable. I'm just, what? Oh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> they cracking up laughing. Oh. My mom yelling at him, you, you quit teasing my baby. He ain't dead. Ain't nothing wrong with Hulk Hogan. That's cold. I said, <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they fucked me strong on that one. But yeah, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. There's pictures of me somewhere uh, one Christmas where they got my family got me the Hulk Hogan t-shirt with the three slits in the back that he used to tear off in a roid rage. Mm -hmm. um, the headband <laughs> that pushed his hairline back LeBron James style. And uh, the, the wrist joints all in. 
all in. Uh, now, currently, uh, my favorite wrestler, like you said, it's it's mad difficult just because of the the different styles and. As I've gotten older, I've become more of a student of the game, so to speak. So I respect the different styles and the different ways. You know what I'm saying? Um, right now, I have to say my, my personal favorite, just from a large black man standpoint, is Keith Lee. Because, oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah in nice, my opinion, nice. Keith Lee is a video game character come to life. Like when you create a player and you like, oh, okay, I want my dude to be a heavyweight and be big and strong. But he got to be able to do flips and dives and shit. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? He got to he got to be able to talk and be real slick on the mic like The Rock was. And he got to <laughs> Keith Lee can do all that shit. Like, this dude, this dude's voice is just like, like this. Yes. When he wants to talk shit about you, <laughs> he's going to make it sound so sweet. Just the most non-threatening negro tone you can. <laughs> you can sit down, shut the fuck up while I fuck your bitch in the back. You that take part. care. <laughs> that part. And Wait, you come what? in there, I'm going to fuck you, man. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to busting her down. Oh, my God. Like, okay. Um, sorry. All right. Bye. All right. Mm. I mean, yeah. what? The dude's, dude's 6'3", 340? 6'3", 340. Like, yeah. It was, moves moves like a fucking cruiserweight. I think I think one of the... one. You got to check this out, then. If you look up one of the PWG matches, there's mm-hmm. actually him, Keith mm-hmm. Lee... Versus uh, Brian Cage. Speaking of somebody dripping steroid juice, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. bro, man, ha- has to. I'm sorry, that dude. That dude is. That dude is too, too, too big. He Just does lines big. of protein powder for every match. <laughs> yeah, that's what helps me get that pump. <laughs> I just sniffed his protein powder and do push-ups. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just ready, man. I'm just ready. Uh, We're just going to bump this. Let's go. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to have to check that out. Um, did you circle back? Did you figure out your current favorite? See, I, I guess I'm, I should probably explain this. Mm-hmm. It's, hard for me to, it's hard for me to choose because, for me... I can literally throw out Ricochet. I love Ricochet and everything he does. Him and him and Will Ospreay, mm-hmm. those two flippy niggas, <laughs> <laughs> flippy motherfuckers. <laughs> Ricochet is. I was a Ricochet fan once. I saw him take a full sprint and like do like a barrel roll, oh. somersault, or some shit out of the ring and land yeah. on his feet outside. Just, yeah, huh. that was that. That was NXT right there, yeah. man. Yeah, I he was did like, that front oh. flip. Where they get this genetically modified life skin Negro from? <laughs> All right. Yeah, if you actually look at it, uh, look at an old photo of him. He actually had like long, like long hair, like in a yeah, ponytail. Yeah, and his like, hairline was hair. fucked up. That's why I cut it. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I, I was in the same boat. I do the same yeah, thing. He had that Belrog hairline. It was ugly. I said, oh, oh, sir. But I guess if if I if I honestly had to choose just a specific wrestler, mm-hmm. I mean. I'm not gonna lie. I, kind of, I really want to see him actually take off because I feel like, and I'm gonna go ahead and throw WWE out there because mm-hmm. we, you know, as podcast goes, we keeping this real, <laughs> keeping it real. <clears throat> Bobby Lashley, the biggest, strongest, the biggest, in-word. strongest dude. Yeah, just because he, he, I, I also think he's honestly in the same boat as Keith Lee. He's not mm-hmm. as ad, agile as he is, mm-hmm. but yet this dude is a monster. You, I don't understand why WWE now is not really pushing him for like the whole champion like TNA did. Yeah, you know he had his whole run within TNA, but then came to WWE and just kind of just went down. But honestly, I I need to see Bobby Lashley literally just 
get up in the ranks and beast as I know that he always does. I can definitely see that. I would like to see that too. Bobby Lashley became my favorite when he his first run with WWE when he used to come out and do that entrance like this, and the motherfucker's upper body was so big he couldn't put his arm straight up, so he used to come out and be like, huh, and point to the sides. So I was like, God. And then Bobby Lashley, like first off, let me go ahead and say pause before I get into this because this nigga sculpted like a Greek god. He got like riblets and shit, like muscles, like it's his abs, and then it's like side abs over here. This nigga got two set of riblets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On each side. On each side. Each just side. overly, overly strong. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, all right, you know. Uh, Bobby Lash is definitely a good one. Definitely a good one, man. He's uh, he's doing his thing right now with the Hurt Business. Shout out to them. And oh, he just did uh, an interview on uh, After the Bell, Corey Graves' podcast, mm-hmm. where he talks shit about how he got started and just gives some information about that. Real, real solid, down to earth dude. Oh, oh yeah. Real cool dude. So yeah. I thought um, that. Yeah, it's good. Definitely a good listen. Um, now, we all know that a lot of things go into making and and you know catching your eye as a professional wrestler. One of the things, like we were just talking about with Bobby Lashley, is the look where they just like just jacked and swole, dripping. Muscles, pause, <laughs> and you know it's like, oh shit, he about to go out and kill somebody. But the another piece to it that usually gets you hype to see somebody is the motherfucking entrance music. Oh, hell yeah! 100%. As soon as you hear that shit, you like, oh god, it's it's one or two reactions. Like, oh, I don't not want to see this motherfucker, or oh god, who's who's gonna die? Somebody's not gonna make it out. Hey. Some, First and foremost, everyone knows when the glass breaks, it's your ass, Mr. Postman. It's your ass. Glass breaking is so (laughs) iconic. (laughs) It's that, and if you hear the first, (laughs) I mean, you you already know, like, (gasps) Rock about to come out and call somebody, what do you say, a Rudy Poo candy ass, and (laughs) all kinds of just off the wall shit, pung tang pie, and all kinds, just... Just talk. The Rock's out here. Columbus, Ohio, trying to get some of his poom <laughs> Just the wild shit he used to say. Um, I'm gonna take it back a little bit though, because it was Rock Strudel. Yeah, it's like he's talking about his Johnson double entendre. <laughs> um, and taking it back a little bit though to that that intro for me, it was two sets of music that I just lost it for. First one, arguably the greatest crowd reaction ever, the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. When you hear that, oh, what a rush. <laughs> and that music come on, you like, oh, God, these two giants, white men in spiked shoulder pads and face paint are coming out to cripple whoever's in the ring. Nobody's making it out alive. And I used to love them because... They were huge dudes, and they wrestled like huge dudes. They wasn't right. out there doing nothing technical. They was like, I got 26-inch arms, so I'm going to just keep oh. clotheslining you and <laughs> forearming you with these arms that look like horse's legs, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Not a damn thing. Them and one of the most energetic entrances ever, arguably the most energetic entrance the ultimate warrior oh man he come out just (laughs) (laughs) i I still love the one was it that yes just yes just yes (laughs) i remember i think it was wrestlemania (gasps) 3 
they did at uh, the Pontiac Silverdome, which is where the Lions used to play football in Detroit, right? The ring was at maybe the 50-yard line, center of the stadium or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they had this long-ass aisle that led all the way back to the locker room. So that's oh. about 50, 60 yards away. It's a grip away. <laughs> they was having wrestlers come out in like these motorized carts or whatever to bring them to the oh. ring and then take them back, right? Yeah, yeah. Ultimate Warriors match. This motherfucker <laughs> in all of his coke rage comes out. <laughs> full sprint. 60 yards, hauling ass. And if you remember the Ultimate Warrior, he had all the face paint, the big 80s hair, and then he had like tassels and shit that flapped. Yeah. He literally looked like something that jumped off the Marvel or DC comic book. Pretty much. Just out of control. He come haul ass and down the ramp and 60 yards, gets in the ring, he does that shit where he has that heart attack and shakes the ropes and all of that. <laughs> the heart attack. And then gets right in there and wrestles. As a kid, I lost it. But looking back now as an adult, I'm like, I know he was tired as shit. Oh, like, I know he got to the ring, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, there was, there was no let-up on his whole sprint on the way down, bro. No was... let-up at <laughs> all. <laughs> Cardio <laughs> had to be uh, on a thousand. Because I'm just thinking, like, I'd have had a heart attack at the 30. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Would have slowed down just at, just at a quick trot real quick. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Then I had to throw the sign up and bring me some oxygen. I need X. <laughs> X. My lungs don't work. Uh, I need a bacchiotomy. I can't. <laughs> Quick, bring the car. Uh, I can't. Oh, just, God. Just, just have the car bring me there. I'll, I'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so that, for me, that, those were the interest themes that got me pumped and ready. What about you, bro? Man. All right, so back in the day, uh, me and uh, me and my friends, uh, of course, when we were kids, uh, during that time, we would always, no matter what, we'd always play, uh, well, was play like wrestling games, no matter what. Mm-hmm. It was always like no mercy on my N64. Yeah. Well, shout out to N64. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that's some the, of the best wrestling games. Hell yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm throwing out no mercy, uh, WCW versus NW Nitro. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was one more. I think it was there was another WCW game. Was it Revenge? Yes. Yeah. WCW Revenge because mm-hmm. I played all three of those religiously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the one, the one, uh, at least one of them uh, theme songs that I would I would always have, I would always have for my entrance mm-hmm. because I guess you know you're looking at wrestling, you see things, you wish you could be in something like this. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw out APA. Ron. <laughs> Man, like just APA, bro. Like Ron. First of all, I I look like honestly, Ron Simmons is just amazing. Yeah, I I've I just dug a little bit like within his background. I honestly want to dig a little further. Mm -hmm. But just him being was it first African African American world uh, heavyweight champ? World heavyweight champ. I actually saw them. I saw little clips of the match. I'm. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And just his his drive and how he also mentors other other black wrestlers too, you know, mm-hmm. giving uh, back, paying it right. forward, absolutely. Like it's it's amazing to see that, and you know, of course, he has this whole shtick that damn, <laughs> like I, I swear to God, bro, I'm gonna get that shirt. I'm just gonna wear it around, bro. The real ones will know this. The real absolutely. ones will know this, <laughs> absolutely. But it was a. Uh, it, it was literally their entrance music. Like, their entrance, you always hear that. That mm. bum, bum, bum. Yeah. And they always came out swole, ready for a fight. Like, I think it was the one time, uh, 
it was before they closed the uh, whole APA like mm-hmm. poker table deals yeah. on SmackDown and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something for where like they got so heated for where the music hit and they were just you see them just like getting a wrist ready or whatever and they just charge straight at the ring and I'm like, this is about to get <laughs> sick. Yeah. And Ron Ron had that uh there was that pump up power slam like mm-hmm. he like shot you straight up in the air while holding one leg. And just forces you down. Yeah, broke your back. Like, that's literally one of my favorite finishers. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, will, I no matter what it was, I was always Farouk. <laughs> I was always Farouk. You couldn't tell me nothing, man. Yeah. I was always Farouk. But that, yeah. man, and it just, and one, you already knew that, one, it's a dope-ass song. It just just yeah. to hear it, man. But Get also, just, the song says it, song says it itself, man. It's, it does. It's Mark's Henry, Mark Henry's, uh, what was it, uh, Somebody's gonna get the ass kicked. Uh-huh. Somebody Bro. gonna get the ass kicked. <laughs> Somebody's, Somebody's gonna, gonna get, get the weed split. split. Yeah. Beat him up. Beat him up. Break his neck. Break his neck. I was like, oh, they let like, you. Oh, oh, damn. Okay, uh, that's what we doing. Okay. And then he come out jacked up, all shoulders and neck. Excuse me, no neck. All no neck. Pretty much. <laughs> Oh god, this hey, giant black hey. man's gonna kill. <laughs> Real talk, Mark Henry taking a bump and wrestling is the funniest thing I've the ever seen in my whole ever, damn he life. He tried to go down like you're supposed to, but he got too much neck and back. Excuse me, shoulder and back meat, so he don't. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, don't, god, he don't really move, man. And when he does, he got to stay like a stick and actually <laughs> be like that till he actually hits the ground. It's just so comical that to me, shit man. Is ridiculous, but he that uh. That run he was on with the Hall of Pain shit where he was Bruh. breaking motherfuckers up. Yeah. I loved Mark Henry at that point. I was like, yes, this is post-sexual chocolate. He was out there mad. He had them dreads. His hairline mm-hmm. was pushed back. He was hey. just, he was upset at life. Hey, man, power to the dude. Pu- push through all that, man. I would have, that, that would have been gone. Man, his that shit. That would have been gone. Yeah, when he... When you got to do when you got to do a six head salute, I'm sorry, bro. Like <laughs> that, that motherfucker, head, that. I remember he power slammed Jerry Lawler <laughs> through the announce table, and I thought that was it for Jerry. I was like, "Oh shit, that's a strong bump by a strong man. That's that's a lot." Oh, uh, all his body weight coming down on you though, man. Just, on you, Brody. Whew. On like, you. I quit. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> I quit because fuck all that. If I make this, if I make it through it. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Cause fuck all of that. Yeah, that's uh, that shit is. Oh my gosh. Um, that's what's up though. My fucking Mark Henry. <laughs> Mark Miz- Henry, man. Mizark Henry. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I actually was it. Uh, the. I was actually really happy, man, when I saw that he got the title. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, Cause I didn't expect it. Nope. Didn't expect it at all. Did not. But. That, but also, I still love when he did that whole bit of when he told John Cena he was going to retire. Oh, yeah, and he beat the shit out of John Cena. Dog shit out of John Cena. John Cena. With that Salmon Blazer. His music, even though it's overplayed now, when it first came out, that shit was fire. It was. It yeah, was. Yeah, with them horns and whatnot. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. John Cena had white boys walking around thinking they was indestructible when that Pretty shit came out. <laughs> I was like, nah. to the board today, man. Come on, go ahead and play that John Cena. That yeah. You remember John Cena put an album out? <laughs> oh, man. Was it the uh, Thug Chronicles or whatever mm-hmm. it was? I can't remember the name of it. Don't, don't. <laughs> I know my little cousin had that shit and listened to it religiously. It's like, man, you don't turn this shit off. <laughs> man. Bro, 
uh, <clears throat> what was those soundtracks uh, WWE used to always uh, throw out? Oh, fuck. Was it like added, was it Attitude or WWE? Some, some, some CDs or whatever albums they would put out um, that had everybody's entrance music on there? Yeah. Yeah. Them it's like, it, it was like some of that, but also it was like uh, originals. Yes. That's what it was. Yes. It was a WWE originals and, uh, or F originals. Mm-hmm. And I think I had, I forgot which one of the edition it was, but uh, it was the Rocks version because the, mm-hmm. the cover was a piece, was a, was pie. Yes. Yes. That's a piece of pie. With a slide missing. missing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think I played, oh, dude, I think I, I played that so much as mm-hmm. a kid. My my dad actually took it away from me. I can see that. He actually took it away from me because that was also had the same, that was the same CD that had Rikishi's oh, themes yeah. on with yeah. Too Cool. Uh-huh. Hey, yo, shout out to Too Cool, bro. Yeah. Y- y'all were the group, man. And That shit was oh. Scotty Too Hottie, Grandmaster Sexay. Sexay. <laughs> <laughs> His um, whole little dance move he did, I'm like, bro, like, oh, you look like you're kind of stroking out, man. You, what was that? you good, bro? <laughs> <laughs> What was I about to say? Speaking of which, I got a question for you because you, you you brought up The Rock and his, his spiel earlier. Mm-hmm. Who do you think had the best catchphrase in wrestling? Ooh. Yeah, I'm lobbing him. I'm going off script Damn, like you, a motherfucker. You, you are, man. I done Damn. ran out of topics on the page. I'm just cooking right now, nigga. <laughs> I'm out here Steph Curry with the shot. Just like <laughs> Four to three. That's right. <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Catchphrase though? Best catchphrase. <clears throat> I mean I mean, I mean, come on now. I mean, let's let's just be real. That's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold, Stone Cold said so. so. I mean, that's that's just iconic right yeah. there. That's yeah. Honestly, you kind of you literally apply that to that's, everyday life. That's bro, right up right? there with woo. And Boom. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> Which is crazy now because if you think about it, bro, Ric Flair is so iconic that rappers have been rapping about him for years now, <laughs> wanting to have that kind of style and that swagger that Ric Flair had. Man, and now look at him now, out there still doing it, old as fuck. What's it? Was it Ric Flair drip? Yeah, Ric Flair drip. I don't. I feel uncomfortable saying that, but <laughs> I don't want no man's drip. I'm just going to say that right now. Drip. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, no, no. You should consult a physician. Uh, <laughs> my man, you good? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna put that up there. I'm gonna put that up there with uh, my boy Scott Hall. Hey yo. <laughs> You gotta hit that deep. Yeah. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm gonna put that up there. And then the one that got everybody in trouble at home, at school, wherever you was at. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> the crotch chop. Uh-huh. I remember, bro, we used to do that in school, man, because the teachers didn't know what that meant. So we were like, you know, getting little boy's ass whooped for 22 years. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Do you know what this that means? With that, I got two words for you. Oh, Ass whooping. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh, shit. Well, me... I'll see. Shoot, I, I said that. Damn. Very true. That In the deep ass. In the deep ass. Deepest, <laughs> blackest Girl. <voice. laughs> uh, who else had a fire ass? You know what? Hey, yo. Rest in peace, Shag, uh, Shag Gaspar, though. 
mm-hmm. prime time or prime time. Mm-hmm. Uh, get that money. Yeah, money. money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get that, that money. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit, them. Uh, and JTG. What's I the What's the homies? Uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero. Orale, Holmes. <laughs> Viva la raza. Oh, dude. <laughs> We G, we see yeah, bruh. That shit, dope. that was dope. Always watching him come in with them lowriders, though. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah. His that entrance was fresh, was nasty. I don't care what anyone says. I, I feel like every wrestler, like, yo, can I at least tag with him that <laughs> yeah, night? Just one time, just one time, just let's, to ride in the wind. That's what, he got the hydraulics because I mean, I, I, I come on now, come on, come on now. <laughs> uh, I had another one for you. Mm-hmm. The best there is, the, the best, best there was, was the best, best there ever will be. be. The excellence ah. of execution. Bret Hart, <laughs> his dry ass. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. I, I, he, he, I think he's like the Tim Duncan of wrestling. That is a very apt comparison. <laughs> Spot on. He's just efficient. Dude just has no emotion whatsoever. None at all. <laughs> at all. He won the title. How do you feel? I feel great. It was great. I worked really I just, hard. I did a lot of my push-ups. <laughs> I ate my green beans. <laughs> I had no sugar. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, I think was it. Uh, he he had a he had an appearance on Mad TV, mm-hmm. and I guess like it's really how bad he. Well, I'm not saying he's really bad, but he. I guess he was trying to like act in one of these scenes where he had to get uh, Deborah Messing in like one of the arm bars. Mm-hmm. Well, he just heard arm bar and actually legitimately put her in an arm, arm bar, bar in the middle of a skit on live TV. Oh, God. And she flipped the fuck out. Hey. Like, she took the wig off. Like, I said, nigga, hold up. <laughs> hold up. It got too real. It got so real. It, like, I guess, like, they backed up and he was he would not go near her, like, mm-hmm. to the rest of the whole thing. Like, at the end of the show, he was on one end, she was on the other. That's how you got to do it. Get through the show. <laughs> I got another one for you. What it is. Rest in... Oh. Peace. <laughs> you gotta say it oh, in yeah. a say, uh, satanic voice. <laughs> Real Man, hell's see, angels. The, I don't think anyone can really get that low mm-hmm. with the, with their voice, other than. Uh, Undertaker, man. I think like, he's he's arguably the best gimmick ever in professional wrestling. Oh yeah, hands how, down. How many years that one strong? Thirty some over thirty. And his record for WrestleMania was uh, uh, like twenty eight and or like twenty six and two, something like that. Cause I know he lost to Brock and then he lost to uh, Roman. Oh, he did lose, but he had an undefeated See, streak. Yeah, that was I, well over twenty. I did not. <clears throat> I did not like that. That he lost to who? Which one? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. He when he lost to uh, uh, when he lost to Roman. It was it was used because it was to help boost Roman. They were trying to push Roman, mm-hmm. but they did it incorrectly. Because had they used it properly, like the shit they doing with him now, and pushed him as a heel back then, he'd have got over. Oh, him now is amazing. Yeah, he on there talking shit, breaking niggas up. But also, side note, I've never seen Paul Heyman really have a part in some as someone being a manager. Mm-hmm. Him barely saying anything. And I think that's done on purpose because you get to see Roman be his character and you don't have to see Paul Heyman going overboard like he does when he manages Brock Lesnar. Because if you think about it, if you remember when Paul Heyman managed CM Punk, Hmm. it was a similar thing where CM Punk did a good majority of his own talking. And because he was with Paul Heyman, it legitimized it like, oh, he must be a dick because he's with, you know, this guy. And yeah, so, (laughs) you know. 
I miss CM Punk though wrestling. I'm not gonna lie, I do. I do and I don't, man. I say I I do because he he told a great story and he was great on the mic, but I don't because of all of the other um, former indie guys that are now getting a shine. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what's the motherfucker's undisputed air? Uh, Adam Cole, Adam baby. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Cole, man. That, yo, honestly, that's I see him. I depending on depending on how things go, mm-hmm. on how the company. Let me stop before I even continue that statement. Mm-hmm. If WWE pushes the Undisputed Era as a group, mm-hmm. as everyone would like to see, mm-hmm. I can see them literally take. Either take over, as a matter of fact, take over SmackDown. Yeah. Take over SmackDown. Yeah. SmackDown's a great show. Both shows are great. Take over SmackDown. Because you already, as of right now, you got the Hurt Business. Mm-hmm. So, why not? You got the Hurt Business going against the Undisputed Era. Yeah, I can see that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with them, just from a, a booking standpoint. Because, in my opinion, I wouldn't mind seeing them be uh, NXT lifers. Just because yeah. that that brand knows how to use them, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? It's and, Triple H, ain't nobody, ain't, ain't nobody leaving Daddy H. The game, <laughs> I am the game. <laughs> Triple H, <laughs> every word, <laughs> extra dramatic. <laughs> you know you. <laughs> right back to circling back to the damn uh, catchphrases. Have a nice day. <laughs> bang bang, McFoley's. Uh, I don't know how that man's still alive. I'm gonna go ahead and be real with you. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. That's that's gonna be up in the ancient alien history uh, archives right there of how that man is literally alive to this. Because I'm a, that's that's gonna segue me into my my next point. Can you think of one moment aside from Mick Foley's hell in a cell near death encounter? That you remember seeing, like, oh, what do they call it? The oh my god moments. Oh, oh my god moments. Yeah, oh, yeah. Give me, give me one. Okay. Um, if I had to give you one, if I had to give you one moment uh, mm-hmm. for like an oh my god moment, it would. Ha- ah man. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, bro. You know what? I would have to say recently that actually like got me mm-hmm. was the I believe it was uh, NXT's uh, Nikki Cross versus Oscar. Yeah, I think, I think it was one of the pay per views. Yeah, and they went crazy. They they did. I've they it was just an all out fight. Didn't like, they do like a ladder uh, bump at the end to end yeah. it like a suplex, super they, suplex or they, whatever? They both got each other. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, Nikki suplexes Oscar right mm-hmm. off, like off the ladder onto the announce table, which is already on a platform. Yeah, going down to the floor. Yeah, like it, it, it was amazing. It was honestly amazing. I actually, I think I actually watched it the other day, dude. It, it literally is legit. Like they, they went at it. Yeah, like I, honestly, next to other than them, like actually fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't necessarily got to be a fight, just like oh. like that seminal, like oh my god, did that just happen? One of those type moments. Oh, I'll tell you what, and you going you gonna pop for this one. What's up? When it was uh, the quote unquote authority, mm-hmm. and I think it was they were going against um, the Shield. Mm-hmm. 
and Sting made his return. Yeah, yeah. That was my, oh my God, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, Sting's back? Sting's yeah. back. Sting's back? <laughs> Sting's back. Hold up. I'm, bro, I'm texting my bro, I'm like, bro, you see Sting? Wait, Sting's on TV? Oh, yeah. God, he ain't even know. Oh, yeah. God, Sting is back. Like, yeah. I was geeked. Him go, oh, man. You know what? Uh, Seth Rollins, uh, you heard him, bro. You, you heard him. You did that. You- I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you two. First one. From a, a bit of an old school perspective, still in that WCW time frame, when Hulk Hogan joined the NWO, and he turned on them motherfuckers at Bash at the Beach or whatever, Bruh. and the, the audience was throwing shit in the ring, it was just, fuck you, and they had to get him like <laughs> special security to leave. Right. Bananas. I remember watching it, because we didn't have a pay-per-view, but my uncle went somewhere to watch it, and they recorded it, so he was like, oh, watch this tape. So I, I get the next morning watching the tape, like... no yeah is this true so that yeah that one (laughs) caught me completely off guard and then the second one as far as just oh my god did this dude just did this (laughs) um the Y2J countdown when he debuted when The Rock was in the ring talking shit and Y2J <laughs> popped up when the you know the the whole little uh, break the walls down. down yeah and it was him I was like oh, and Chris Jericho <laughs> <laughs> what that weird ass ponytail you got on the top of it Chris Jericho <laughs> oh shit you know I got two more for you what's up what's up so. First one, I'm a. We're gonna do uh, two different companies here. So okay. first, one we're gonna do is WWE. Okay, what you got? I think it was Armageddon, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Kurt Angle and Shane, Shane McMahon, mm-hmm. and I believe it was they had those uh, glass panels. It was King of the Ring. King of the Ring. Yeah. Oh damn! Ooh, when he dropped, <laughs> when he dropped Shane on his neck because the glass didn't break. Ooh, and that shit was like solid. Like he hit concrete. <laughs> Oh, he, he did. He, he did the move three times and still couldn't <laughs> get him through the glass. I'm like, bro, just, just, just stop. I'm second, when I'd have found shame, I'd be like, all right, you cut the shit out. It's not going to break. He just threw him out. He's like, oh, God, oh, I, I just got thrown out this glass. I'm sliding 20 feet. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, if, once you see those, the clip after he threw him, mm-hmm. just a relief on Kurt Angle. He was like, thank God. Yeah, because he was ragdolling Shane McMahon. Oh, God. It was hilariously painful. That's how yeah. that's how that really was, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like you laugh and you're like, "Oh god. Damn. <laughs> damn. What? Oh god." But please no. <laughs> Just don't be through the glass, damn. Just don't. Oh, but, but the second one though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do have to give the props. Uh, do have to give the props to TNA. Okay. And this was during the whole uh Bully Ray Bully Ray Dudley and um, the Hogan. Oh, the Aces deal. and Eight. Uh, the whole Aces, Aces and Eight. Yeah. Uh, whole uh, gimmick. Like that whole deal. Mm-hmm. How it played out. Bully turned on him in the cage. Bruh. Hit Jeff Hardy in the head with that hammer. Like, <laughs> I kid you not. That was honestly one move. I, I, I felt like I should have seen it coming. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, God, did not. Okay. I honestly did not see it coming. And when he threw the hammer, I was like, no, yeah. and then boom, and then just you actually see the fans throwing beer cans, yeah. beer bottles, 
and just throwing just uh, what was it a uh, hamburger wrappers? Yeah, they were all like, kinds of debris. <laughs> like all, all just everything, shoes, flip flops. Like God, like they people were so pissed off. Mm-hmm. They was like, "I'm your champion." And Hulk Hogan, I fucked your daughter. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh damn, he's oh. really saying this on paper. Oh god, you? oh god, no. Like that was actually that was my first TNA pay per view I actually paid for. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. my first TNA one. And shout then shout uh, out to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> shout out internet. Shout <laughs> out. <laughs> oh shit. <clears throat> but man, that was. Well, I can go. I can go on again. Honestly, if you really look at AEW's uh. Was the ladder match with uh, the Young Bucks versus uh, the Lucha Bros. Brothers? Yeah, when he did that Canadian destroyer off the ladder through them tables. Bro, the whole match was a oh my god! No, man. It was just what do they call the the uh, the fuck the Young Bucks? They call them the Spot Monkeys because that's all they all yeah. they do is just take spots. <laughs> I'm about to flip off of this building and I'm gonna do two somersaults and land on top of you through these six tables. We good? Then we're gonna burst into flames. You ready? Hold on three. Break. Hold up nigga what? You got your insurance like, paid up nigga. Bro they've been doing those like re- was it reverse her mm-hmm. Did did it on did it on the table. Yeah. I'm like anything for the pop bro. Bro, they got it. <laughs> Earned, good sir. Oh shit. oh, shit. So, we've given the listeners some of our insights just in general and a bit of uh, what got us into professional wrestling and whatnot. So, before we leave the listeners, can you think of... What a like lasting impact. I'm gonna get get to see if I can be serious for a minute. Uh, what's the impact that professional wrestling has had on your life? Well, um, really, uh, another fun fact actually, one of my old bosses, uh, from a security company was actually a wrestler here in uh, Ohio. Okay, for uh, he's gonna gonna, gonna, gonna give me one, I forget the uh, company name. (laughs) But uh, he was one of their uh, their heavyweight title uh, title holders, okay. inter- internet intercontinental title holder too. Okay. But um, one thing that I've learned when I like as a kid growing up and then just now is that one you can never really judge a book by its cover because mm-hmm. you've seen guys who men and women mm-hmm. who. Was you have uh, who's who's the the I, I I butcher her last name every time I say it. The one chick that's in NXT that did the uh, Ninja Warrior, Casey Catanzaro. Catanzaro. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Yeah. Look how small she is, and yet she she's actually decent. Mm-hmm. And it 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 kind of, for me even as a kid seeing that and seeing how you see other you know big guys mm-hmm. and small people it, it it's. They can do it. Yeah. They took the time. They put in the work. They hustled. They grind. Mm-hmm. They had, they, you know, blood, literally blood, sweat, <laughs> and tears. Eight. Hold on, what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, no, it's just, it, it was just the drive. It's, that's the one thing that I kind of took from it when I was a kid. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> where I lived, I mean, it wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but also, like, couldn't really go outside and do a lot during certain times. I got you. And I, got you. I guess I from wrestling, I, it taught me a lot of just, of course, you know, of course, you know, the whole gimmicks respect others. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But also, man, just really never give up on your dreams, really. Because these people who we watched have done this for years. And they wanted to do this because this was their dream. Right. And seeing someone accomplish their dream makes you want to accomplish it. Sure. I mean, at, at least yeah. for me it did. It's inspiring. Yeah, yes, it's, it's, it's inspiring for me. Like, I, I, I want to be, if not like these people, if not, I want to feel like that I've accomplished something for where I am so proud of. And I right. just boast about it. like I'll have like that. I'll have the rock swagger with <laughs> with the uh, Stone Cold's attitude mm-hmm. and just uh, and and his fucking attitude while I'm at it. Like you don't like it, fuck it. Like all right, boom. But just that's how it kind of like it 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 hit me. Okay. Really. Okay. All right. Um, for me, mm-hmm. uh, twofold, two prong. It was a way for uh, my family to come together. Because during the Attitude era, we would gather at my grandmother's. She would, like, like we just made an event. So she would um, do a big dinner. So we'd all eat, watch it, try to make predictions and all that jazz. Just just have a lot of fun with it. Right. Um, so it was a way of bringing the family together. And then, two, it taught me at a young age the importance of creativity and storytelling Um, because in a lot of ways it is uh, comic books come to life Mm -hmm. you know ideally you want the good guy to triumph over evil even though evil's gonna do mad dastardly things (laughs) to try to get the one up and put the good guy at a disadvantage but at the end of the day the good guy is gonna you know he's gonna overcome in some aspect of it so that and really, like you said, you can do anything you want to do. Because like you, you mentioned, as much as we talked about the big buff dudes who look like they should be wrestlers, mm-hmm. there's a large majority of individuals who look like they shouldn't. Right. Like Mick Foley being one of them. He looks like he should be nowhere near <laughs> a professional wrestling ring. No, no. But he's got such a different look and a different skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, you you got to respect it because, you know, oh, he might not be buffed. That motherfucker crazy. So, crazy as hell. Yeah. Yeah. God but damn. that was <laughs> that was it. Um, so listeners, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> you have just bared witness to the seminal inception, the birth of the new movement known as the Keeping It Real Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling. Keeping it real. Wrestling. Nigga, we didn't say wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. What's wrestling? <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck is sports <laughs> entertainment? <laughs> Nigga, we talking about wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. Yes. But hopefully you'll join us for our next one. And oh, yeah. tune in. We got more surprises, more heat. All kinds <laughs> of just ridiculousness. <laughs> Coming to you. So. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. (laughs) We gone. (laughs) (laughs) And out. (laughs) Oh, shit. Where'd that that leave us at, bro? We about an hour?